We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Welcome to the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Groove it and shake it, so glad you could make it the Elizabeth and Joey Show. It's time for the ride, you're welcome inside the Elizabeth and Joey Show. A great show today, so glad you pressed play the Elizabeth and Joey Show. The show's gonna start, it's cool you took part, the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Elizabeth and Joe show. Elizabeth and Joey show. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and this is the Elizabeth and Joey show. And I'm here with my wife, Elizabeth Galvez. How's it going? Hey, guys, doing good. How are you guys doing? So in this episode, we are going to talk to you guys about parenting many different children of multiple ages why is that elizabeth well first of all it's weird how you say many different children like many as if we've different got children. like a horde of children over here it's because we do <laughs> no but uh, honestly i don't know how many quote-unquote american families have the dynamic that we have we have seven years apart on our first three and we will only have two years apart on our last Two, Two, if you will. So we have a 17-year-old, mm-hmm. a, a 10-year-old, and a 2-year-old, and we have one on the way. Yeah. So that is so, a, you know, that's a horde. We, we can definitely <laughs> paraphrase that differently. We have a 17-year-old going on 30. We have a 10-year-old <laughs> who is like this inventor who wants to make robots that are going to take over the world. We have a 2-year-old yeah. who dominates the family and one <laughs> on the way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's absolutely true. And, and, and what we found is that we, that it, it's so hard. It's so hard to, and, and, and everybody's like, yeah, it's hard being a parent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You, that's what you guys are going to say. No, it is because, because we have to, uh, we have to parent each one of them differently at, at the same time that we're being parents to all of them. Right. And, and it's so difficult to figure out how to deal with the 17 year old, then how to deal with the 10 year old who's definitely got middle kid syndrome. Mm. And then the two year old, we're just, we just gave up. We, we pretty much have. No, but, you know, anyone who's read any kind of a parenting book or, you know, been on a blog or what have you, is you learn that each child has to be parented differently. And that's that's one thing. That's one thing if they're all in the same age group range. But when you have almost an adult quotes around it in the middle of it all and then a little guy, it's like, I I don't I give up. I'm going back to bed. Do I have anything on the DVR? <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 but it is. And, and I don't know about you, but, uh, I would say that our life is a tragedy, but you would say it's a comedy. <laughs> right? I don't know. I think we definitely flip that opinion on a regular basis. <laughs> definitely flip that opinion. Cause I got to tell you, what was it last night? I was like, I am done. And you're like, look how cute this is. And I'm like, that ain't cute. And he pooped all over the floor. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, but. But we we did have a situation um, middle of the week last week where dad looked on the monitor and noticed that there was a little guy with no diaper on. And then we discovered the diaper on top of the sleeping 10 year old. And there was a a bit of a a poop fiasco, if you will. So let me tell you guys this. Okay, so I (laughs) so we have a baby monitor in the room because we don't like to be bothered when we sleep. (laughs) So (laughs) 
So I just kind of look at the monitor and be like, uh, he can run Life around. Life or death, he we're can, good. Yeah, he can trash the room a little bit more. That's fine. We'll, 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 I'll get up in another 10 minutes. We'll see. And then, uh, so I look up, I hear him, and I'm like, he, he sounds like he's just playing. Uh, there was a couple times where I looked at it, he was reading a couple of books that he has, and I was like, okay, he's doing good. He's not killing anybody. He's not killing his brother. So... Um, another maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes go by and I look at the monitor again and he's at the door completely nude. He had clothes on before. He had his night clothes on. Which and- you have to understand with, with this little guy, he's always nude. So the nudity is not and as it's shocking. Not, and it's not, yeah, and it's not by choice. We put clothes on him. All the time. We, and there was one moment where, I mean, off topic here because I was talking about that, but here, side note. Sorry. There was one moment where I literally watched him run into, to the, into the kitchen. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm not even playing with you guys. Like, like a freaking magician. Half a second <laughs> later, he comes out running out of the corner naked. And I was like, how did you do that so fast? You literally just ran in there and ran back, at, back out. Like, how did, how are you doing He's this? talented. He, he is a freaking magician. So yeah. anyway, I go, I look on the monitor and he's completely nude. And I said, Elizabeth, your son's nude. And I, and she says, well, and then I, I go up there. I go up there. I'm like, I, you can and, tell we're talking about our third kid right here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, run up there because there's been, been been times where he got nude and he comes around the corner and there's a big pee spot on the floor and we're in the middle, we're middle in the of, process of, of, potty, of potty training, training. yeah so and so there's been moments where we we let him run run around naked and then when he feels like he needs to pee we put him in his uh in, on his potty so uh but so there was a moment where i was like okay i'm gonna go up there and i'm gonna take him to the restroom and have him sit down and also go up there and i smell something as soon as i walk into the room and i'm like <laughs> which oh is my always gosh. the scariest thing right but but the thing is I, there's been moments where i walked in there and he was he was he it smelled like that but he had his diaper on still this time he was nude Nudity. no diaper no diaper couldn't find it i said where's the Where's the diaper? So there's no diaper to be found. There's just a smell, right? So I'm looking around the room. Oh, no. And then I'm like, where the heck is it at? So I, I put on a diaper on him, and, and and then I put some clothes on him real quick. And I'm just like, okay, now he's clothed. Now I'm going to let him go run downstairs real quick. But I got to find this smell because <laughs> he was he, he he was i cleaned him up all that stuff i think i ran down gave him to you and then you put you cleaned him up yeah while i ran upstairs to go because find you the, were screaming there's poop on his leg there's uh, poop yeah, on his everywhere. hand that's what it was that- there was poop everywhere <laughs> i'm telling you guys there was poop ever all over his leg all over his backside but all we over, couldn't find uh, the diaper I, I couldn't find the diaper so i had i i took him down there and and because I was just gonna wipe him up, but instead of wiping him up, I had Elizabeth throw him in the in the shower <laughs> to clean him up. Yep. So she did that. I ran back upstairs to go find the culprit. <laughs> well, he was the culprit, the 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 evidence, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go find the evidence. And I'm like, where the heck is it at? And so I o- open up the room, and then I go to check on Zeke, and Zeke's laying on his belly sleeping, <laughs> and there is the poopy diaper on on Zeke's. Zeke wasn't wearing a shirt on top of Zeke's nude back. <laughs> He's not nude, but his back was. He oh, had no man. shirt on, but it was oh, laying man. poopy diaper on top of him. <laughs> and I said, oh, great. So I grabbed it up, wrapped it all up. And then and I, I, I saw that there was poop on Zeke's uh, 
blanket Mm -hmm. and then i had to go take that down i put that to go in the washer and i found more poop on his blanket it was Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh he pooped everywhere guys it's so crazy it was yeah it was a lot yeah so there's a whole nother topic potty training during a pandemic (laughs) there you go (laughs) no but seriously on a very very serious note it's really difficult trying to find a balance between three Completely different ages, completely different yeah. stages in life, um, completely different understandings. Yeah. It's it's hard. Super hard. And, and you know, for the most part, the uh, 17-year-old, you know, kind of, you know, governs herself a little bit. Not, you know, to the extent of where we're okay with the decisions that she makes. Don't tell her that ever. Um, <laughs> but she does good for the most part. We we do try to... Um, to go out of our way and love on the 10 year old, but he is definitely in the middle of, you know, 10 years old. You're, you're yeah. figuring yourself out. You don't know what's going on. Your body's changing and he's a boy, number one. And he is the middle child right now. Mm-hmm. So he's like, everybody loves the baby. Everybody loves the, the older one. I'm left out. And he definitely has been giving us that a lot lately where anything will set him off into a frenzy where he's he's crying because nobody's paying attention to him or, or we're paying attention too much to the two-year-old because the two-year-old's running around naked. And, and, Always naked. And, so, and that's not even a joke. Like He takes his diaper off regularly and he turns the corner, he's naked. Um, so then for some reason, the 10-year-old's naked and then the 17-year-old wants to get naked and then we have CPS at our door. <laughs> not really. I'm but just kidding. Not really. The last part. But the, na- the nude part, they love to be nude. They're crazy we don't know why because me and my wife we can't put enough clothes on (laughs) so uh, but yeah that's 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 what's hilarious about that so uh a little bit elizabeth give me an idea of what your frustration is with uh with taking you know taking a uh is this really taking a toll on you or is this kind of um you know do you how do you feel if there's any kind of frustration parenting these different age groups you know i when when we wrote down the word frustration i don't think that that exemplified exactly where i was at with it i think it's more frustrating that i can't i can't jump from one to the other like i literally have to step back for a minute and go okay now i'm dealing with a 17 year old now I'm dealing with a two-year-old. Now I'm dealing with a 36-year-old. Now I'm dealing with a 10-year-old. Like I, it, how many times have I been mid-lecture and then turned and talked to you and you're like, whoa, 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 don't talk to me like that. Yeah, I'm like, right, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I got to back it up now. <laughs> I got to reel it in. I have to remember that the things that I would say to a 17-year-old about responsibilities is something that of course applies to the 10-year-old, but it's not going to come across the same way. Yeah. He's the, not going to understand it in the same way that the 17-year-old will. Right. And then the way that I will lovingly remind the two-year-old to keep his clothes on and stop peeing on my floor, (laughs) the 17 and 10-year-old are like, well, you weren't that nice when you told us not to pee on the floor. And I'm like, because you should know better than to pee on the floor. (laughs) Um, But I think that in that respect, that's where frustration comes in. And I got to be really honest. You know, I I talk a lot about trying to educate myself and be informed. I listen to quite a few um, different podcasts. I know. Uh I'm sorry. I don't Uh listen to yours, but I do listen to others. (laughs) And I found this really phenomenal woman who who primarily talks about toddlers because that, you know, that's that's the stage 
one of the stages that we're in right now. Yeah. But I have found her information works on you, <laughs> on Jordan, <laughs> on Ezekiel, and on Remy. So sometimes I think my frustration comes from my inability to stay focused yeah. or stay, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, follow through. Yeah, no, and and for me, the reason why I said if it, I asked you if it takes a toll on you because sometimes it takes a toll on me because mm-hmm. I feel like like I do like you know our ten year old Ezekiel he I think he's justified in feeling that left out because there's moments where he is left out because Absolutely. we are having to take, put all of, all of our focus on the two year old because he's running around crazy right. and we're having to take peel him off the freaking walls and in the ceiling and then the 17 year old wants to go 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 because she gets a taste of hey I can make a career out of what I'm doing mm-hmm. that I something that I love way super earlier than we have had I've ever had uh, an opportunity to so she wants to go 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 and we're like we're like slow down a little bit and and, right. and then the 10 year old's like super chill super slowed down but we don't listen to him when we hear him talking about the things that he likes and loves so i'm just like how do we how do we uh you know because if uh, it, it feels like i have to match the same speed as the 17 year old match the same speed as the two-year-old and then when it comes to the 10 year old he's super chill which he is, and, and it's really hard for me to kind of slow down and be like, okay, what, what? And then it feels like, okay, what now, Zeke? And it definitely feels like I, I, I am the one. It's my fault, number one. And I do acknowledge that, hey, I need to stop and listen and slow down when it comes to be, to dealing with him because there's moments where I'm like, okay, what did you need now? And he gets, he's like, oh, well, just forget it. And he goes and throws a fit. And I'm like, well, why are you throwing a fit? Why just stop doing this? You're going to get in trouble. I'm going to go put you in timeout or you're, I'm going to take your video games away or something. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't his fault. It was, it was me who didn't take the time to slow down and listen to him and, and meet him at his speed. Yeah. And I think that's I think that my that's- biggest problem. I think that that's seriously quotable when it comes to children. Meet them at their speed. And it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard because because us as parents, we don't. Number one, I don't want to acknowledge that that I was wrong. Number two, I don't want to slow down because I have to get things done throughout the day. And I'm like, there's a lot going on. I don't want to meet you at your speed because I'm the adult. I'm the parent. That's what it is. I laid down the, down the rules and that's just it. You're going to have to live by my rules kind of a thing. You're going to get a wrinkly forehead if you don't stop. <laughs> but that's, I think that is true <laughs> for a lot of us though, right? Yeah, we totally. don't meet them at their speed. Mm-hmm. And that causes a big problem where they're probably, if I would have met him at his speed, he probably would not have gotten his video games taken away. Right. He probably would have not have, uh, you know, talked back to me because I wasn't listening to him and he felt unheard of. Right. So, yeah, that's but that's the thing. And I think we we as parents don't want to admit that a lot of the times because we're the adult. I know better. Right. But yeah. but sometimes me knowing better doesn't mean that I'm doing better. Right. A hundred percent. You know, as you were sitting here kind of talking about it, <clears throat> excuse me, Um, I was kind of thinking to myself that there was a time when he was little and you would say things like, I can't wait until he's older and we can play Legos together yeah. or play video games together or do and that time. such and such arts and craft. And somehow, you know, middle child syndrome, you we do. We get very focused on other things and other emergencies. Jordan's car broke down. The baby's naked. And little man <laughs> in the middle 
he just wants to play some Legos and, you know, dance and laugh and, you know, do a comedy show. And he, he really does kind of get, we got to, we got to work. Today's goal is to work more <laughs> on making him feel accepted, accepted or part of part of it. Yeah. Huh. Cause that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. And <clears throat> we do, we, we, I, I think, um, to move on from, from the different roles of the kids is I'm going to move to Jordan here, mm-hmm. our 17 year old daughter. We've uh, and 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 we want to sit back and say we're going to take credit for this because we we did such an amazing job with her, um, but uh, like that's just us being like this this proud parent that I'm going to lift myself up when it comes to that. But but it's it's her. She's such a smart go getter. She's a lot like you are. Uh, she she when she puts her mind to something, she's going to reach that goal. And when she reaches that goal, she's like, well, I need another bigger goal to reach for mm-hmm. because this role, this, this goal now is low. Yeah. This unattainable and, and, thing is now beneath me and I need the next unattainable. Yeah. And, and, and that's great, especially for somebody who has a, a mind for an entrepreneurial mm-hmm. role. I and, just and, wish that that transferred into her cleaning her room. But, but that, <laughs> but you think about this. Her, her, that is, that is beneath her intellectual level to clean her room. That, that, that's, that's something that's just mundane. That's something that's not challenging enough. She could just get that done in like five, 10 minutes. That's, that's, that's not the concern because her intellectual mind is set to something that is, she has to reach a bigger goal and it has, she has to go bigger and bigger and bigger each time that she attains that unattainable goal. Yeah. And I think that's great, especially when you're an adult, because you will continue to be successful. But we have how do we figure out how to say, hey, that's amazing. Keep that. But we need to focus on the stuff that is getting neglected as well. And I think that's the biggest and most hard thing for even myself to to figure out. How do we teach that to a 17 year old who is 17 and doesn't understand I need to do that kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, one of the quotes that one of the things that you and I say regularly, so I'm going to throw it in quotes, is that we're constantly telling her, um, you have you have two younger siblings that are watching you. They're they're watching you. And that's a lot of pressure to put on anyone, I think. I mean, you're the oldest. Yeah, and so my... you had two younger siblings watching you. I was the youngest. So I had nieces and nephews that were quote unquote watching me. Mm-hmm. But all in all, you know, all the mistakes had been made and I was kind of left to my own devices <laughs> by the time that parenting came around to me. However, you're in the same or, or a similar boat. I think the difference is, is that I think Joey and I were trying to like win some lottery or something doing seven years apart, <laughs> triple sevens with our babes. Um, it, it kind of puts, I, I don't know if it puts them at a disadvantage because the level of maturity in each child watching the one above or the one under it's, it's difficult. Yeah. It's, it's hard for a 17 year old to try to be an example to 10 and two. Yeah. And I think a part of that is, is us accepting that they are in different places of their lives. Right. right. And being okay with it because it's hard for me to look at Jordan and go, dude, she's like, what eight months from from 18 Uh and even though we know that that doesn't make her an adult we know that she's probably not going to leave home yet there's something real it's it's scary it's scary because if she chose to 
she could be like, ah, today's the day that I'm going to move out. I, I've mm-hmm. got it set up. I'm gone. And, and, and we can't do it illegally because the, the legally to the, to the, the pertaining to the laws. Yeah. We can't stop her. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? Zeke's and, like, do it. Cause then I'm the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I got the, the big room now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, uh, no, I'm honestly, he has said that he's like, yeah, Jordan, when are you moving out? Because I, I get the big room. Yeah. And we're like, no, no, that, that just means that we're moving all the boys into the big room. Right. <laughs> and then the, the small room becomes the office. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, we, I think we have to accept. That they are in different places of their lives. And that's hard for us. I'm sure, especially for you, because they're your babies and yes. you want to see them as your babies forever. And they're always going to be your babies. What's that book? Your I'll favorite love you book? forever. I'll like you for always. As long as I'm living, my baby, you'll be. And that's exactly what it is. And it's, I think they can't, they, it's hard for Jordan to be going into adulthood. Uh, hard for her to accept that that's the way we're going to see her yeah. because there's been moments where I, where I've talked to her and I say, I say, come here, baby girl. And, and she's like, why you, she's like, don't treat me like a child. Don't treat me like a baby. I'm like, you're my baby. You're always going to be our baby. And, and it's, and number one, it's hard for them to accept that. It's hard for us to accept that they're moving on. They're growing older. And, and that's one thing that we have to, as an adult, as a parent, as a parent of children of many age groups and different places in their lives, we have to accept that they are there yeah. and we have to meet them. And I think that's the biggest goal here. I think we have to meet them at that place in their life. We have to slow down and meet them where they are. Well, I'm I'm glad that you're saying a lot of these things because there's going to come a time really where soon where I'm not where I where I don't meet them at their where one of these <laughs> one of our upcoming shows is talking about you know preparing and communicating with your teens about married life oh, yeah. and there are aspects of that topic Spoiler. that you do not <laughs> like to accept when it comes to your 17 year old daughter. That's going to be another one because <laughs> my wife wrote down some some uh, bullet points about that. That episode and and in there is preparing her for sex after marriage. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) no, I don't want to talk about that with our 17 year old because, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do that. Uh, That's just (laughs) a hard one already. Joey's favorite thing to say is I just can't deal with the fact that some boy's going to look at her like that. (laughs) I'm no, because that's my baby. Right. That's my baby girl. That's my only daughter. Which, you know, <laughs> in the in the vice versa of it, you threw it back on me and you said, but what about your sons? And I was like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, she, she, she literally said, she's like, she's like, no, there's no hussy is ever going to. I think she used a different word. No but hussy's use, ever going to be good enough for my baby boy. Yeah, she, that's what she said. Those are my baby boys. <laughs> See, it's but different. that's the same thing. And, and she says, that's a, every time that I say it about our daughter, she's like, but that's a double standard. I'm like, what? And I threw it back on her. I was like, what happened? Double standard? What? Where's it? It's different <laughs> when it's your son. Okay. Yeah. It's all right. Different. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, and uh, and there's our fifth child. Yeah, the dogs. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's definitely hard to accept that they are in their bit different places, and we have to meet them in those places yeah. because we're like, well, we shouldn't have to. We're the parents. We're the adults. You you should just listen to me and obey me. I, I don't I don't know when that has ever worked for me. 
And I don't know how, how or when I got the mentality that that's going to work for my children. Right. Well, the hard thing is, is, I mean, I don't know how many times a day I, I have to remind you that regardless of the fact that Jordan is not biologically yours, our children are you. They are 100% stubborn, hard-headed, unbelievably forgiving, loving, crazy nudists. Like I they are you. <laughs> they they are you. And so there's many times during the day like I think Joey and I like to swap roles. I I hate the term good cop bad cop, especially with the, you know, where we are in society right now, but Joey and I do have a really good ability to to swap good cop, bad cop. Yeah. If there needs to be some type of a discipline. Let's, let's say good mom, bad mom. They, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of times where I have to remind my sweet husband that when he wants to fly off the handle and make, you know, harsh decisions as yeah, far I as do. punishments or, or verbal reprimand, reprimandation. That's not Let's the right make word. up words. We're, we're going to make up words now. Reprimandations. Um, we blame that on six months pregnancy. <laughs> However, um, I have to say to him regularly, what do I say to you? Um, I don't know where you're going with this. Would that work for you, Joey? Oh, no, no. Yeah, you, it doesn't. And, and in that moment, how would you, in that how moment, would you I'm deal so, with that, Joey? You're right. She does. She <laughs> says that. And, but, but in that moment, I'm so frustrated mm-hmm. and I'm so upset already. I'm just like, don't even talk to me like that. <laughs> I, I don't want to, don't, you shouldn't even be flipping this back on me right now. Be on my side. I am and, on and, your side. And, the, but, but the reality is that I'm frustrated in the moment and I'm upset and I want these kids to freaking listen to me, but I know that she's right. And I don't want to admit that she's right because I am in an authority role in that moment. And for somebody else in an authority role is now being the authoritarian to me. And I'm just like, we can't do that. And in that moment, it makes me frustrated and I get upset and I get mad and I retaliate to her. And now Though now that whole dynamic of us being in, in charge of us being in that role is kind of it, it kind of dissolved because now we're upset at each mm-hmm. other. Now we're getting mad at one another. Now we're starting an argument between us. <laughs> and now the kids are are forgotten. And now us reprimand them, reprimanding them doesn't matter anymore right. because now they're like, well, what the heck just happened? Yeah. They were just telling me that I was in trouble and now they're yelling at each other. Now I can just, now should I just walk away? Should I just, <laughs> I'm just going to slip out and for this is, they're going to forget it because they're pissed off at each other. And, and I think, and this is one of those things that I've never come out and said to my wife and, and it takes a podcast for me to realize that in that moment I'm wrong. And she's right because, but she's also wrong and I'm right because, and let me tell you why. And she's giving me the face because in that moment, that was not the right time to do it. Yes, I was right. I mean, she was right, but in the middle of us reprimanding our children is not the correct time to say, Hey, you're not doing this right. I should be man enough to be like, take her her cues and uh, her 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 body language and read her body language and say i'm wrong i need to step back and let her say what she needs to say and do what she needs to do because i'm speaking out of emotion i'm speaking out of, of being upset or anger and i need to step back and understand that 
that she, that she has something better to say right now because I am not doing it correct. I don't want to have a moment where she's going to have to correct me in the middle of us correcting our children because now they're sitting here being, they're sitting here thinking, okay, well, the both of them can't freaking be adult enough to reprimand me in the correct way. Why should I even listen to them? And that's why I'm saying we are both right and wrong in this moment. Well, I laugh a lot during what you're saying, not out of disrespect, but more because I think we all know that I'm the authoritarian in this house. <laughs> and what I say goes, there you but go. you know, once in a is. while, what you say stays. <laughs> However, there it is. The, <laughs> there it is, guys. The thing is, I got to step back in this moment because <laughs> if we you know get upset, I'm right. <laughs> because if we get upset, we're just going to be at each other's throats. And in this moment, I'm going to step back and just leave it at it is, what it is because. Well, okay, this but listen. It's not the moment for that. There are, there are a lot of times where you're, where something will happen. Okay. And the kids need to be reprimanded one way or another. And you're like, you do that so well or you handled that so well or I would have never looked at it that way. And, and maybe I, I don't like the word reprimand. Uh, okay. I don't know. Uh, maybe, discipline or no, redirect. No, no. Redirect. Or, I like okay. the word redirect. But how many times have I looked at you and said, Joey, I've been redirecting you for 13 <laughs> years. <laughs> Maybe I, that came and bit me right back in the butt. Cause. Because these babies are you. They have my beauty and oh. your brains. And that is scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to take kidding. that. I'm going to take that as a compliment it because is a compliment. our 17 year old is setting herself up right now yes. for her life. If she continues to do what she is mm -hmm. doing uh, with her career, which we'll get into at another time on another episode. Right. Uh, but, but look at, seriously, look at, look at the kids. They are stubborn in all of the right and wrong places. <laughs> they are they have goals and dreams and aspirations, which are really hard for parents who want to kind of hone in different things, you know, yeah. or they're like, or I'm like, dude, we can't afford for you to build a rocket ship because in <laughs> reality, you will make that rocket ship fly. Like it's, it's difficult. And that's, that's what it's like parenting you. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, yeah. Um, so to, to, to go with this, there's a melting pot of many different mindsets here and it's hard, right? It's hard to, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm probably going to go back to this a lot in this episode talking about, we have to meet them where they are. Yeah. But that's, that, that goes for, that goes for us adults as well. And when we are having to parent these children or having to uh, redirect mm -hmm. them, we have to meet one another mm -hmm. where we are. So if Elizabeth is showing that she has a better, a uh, better opinion than I do in this moment, I have to meet her there and I have to back her up and I have to say, okay, she looks like, and I have to read her body language cues again. And I have to say, okay, she looks like she has a thought process and this is going somewhere. I have to meet her there and I have to back it up. She, we, we and it's hard for people are like, you guys need to talk before you guys go and reprimand your children or, or redirect your children or talk to them or parent your children. You guys have to have a conversation so that you know that you're on the same page. Sometimes you can't do that in the moment. Right. It's hard for you to do that in the moment. So you have to read each other's body language cues. You have to understand each other. As in, they're doing in that moment. And it's hard because you don't know where they're going to go. And 
you don't know if they're going to go off topic or go off subject. And, and so you kind of have to meet them where they are in that moment. And you have to know one another. The way you do that is you guys need to be together on the same page a lot. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of parenting is. And I don't think that people really realize that. And that uh, parenting across the board, whether it's co-parenting or parenting with a, a grandparent or parenting with a best friend, because there's so many different family dynamics that go into parenting. But Joey, I think you hit that right, that nail right on the head or whatever that silly saying is in the sense of you have to trust your co-parent. You, you have, have to. to be to, okay with knowing that they're going to also make the right choice the same way that you would. And even if they go around it in a, in a I different have to dynamic. Love you. I have to love you first. Yeah. I have to love you. I have to know See, you. See, that's going to make I, me really emotional. Like, again. <laughs> but it's true. I have to love you. I have to know you. And yeah. I have to accept right. that you mm-hmm. know me. And you right. have to love me in order for us to parent them. And the vice versa of that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's got to go both ways. And, you know, again, another trust. A, a I trust. love the word that you use that trust because I have to trust that you know me. I know you. And then we can do this together. So but this is I love how we keep on bringing up these these topics that are <laughs> going to lead into other shows that we're doing. Communication is like the forefront. Yes, it's great to communicate before you go into a situation where you have to deal with a child, but that communication, that base communication, the foundation, that uh-huh. should have been communicated long before the child ever came. Yeah. Which is something that's difficult. In our situation, we were flying by the seat of our pants. We yeah. had a whirlwind romance and before <laughs> we knew it, we had eight kids and we were like, "Whoa, how Holy did this crap. happen?" Yeah. Um, just kidding, but no, but that's, no, but, but that's, it's true because we, we did. dated off and on for uh-huh. a year and then I got pregnant and we made the decision that we were going to try to make it work. We didn't know each other as and well as we wanted to think about that. That's a rocky relationship. Anyway, off and on, we were dating off and on. We were with yeah. each other, not with each other, with each other, not. And then, and then we got married and then a year into it, we got divorced mm-hmm. because it was a rocky situation already. Right. Because and our then, foundation wasn't set. That was communication, not. that trust, that... Uh-huh. We didn't trust each other. Exactly. Now, I'm going to say that. I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust you. Amen. You didn't trust yourself. You didn't trust me. And, and you've we've said that to each other. And yeah. that's why we got a divorce. And then we came back two years later and said, we're going to do this. And if we're going to do this, we got to do it right. And we need to set that foundation. And I think we did. And, and it's not perfect. We're going to say right. it is there's not perfect nobody's because, perfect. because there's a, there's been moments where it was rocky again to mm-hmm. the point where we were, where we were when we got divorced. Yeah. And it, and it, and, we, and it's probably going to happen again where it gets that rocky again. Right. But we need to check ourselves. And each time that it gets rocky like that again, we check ourselves and we check ourselves. And I think if we make sure that that foundation doesn't get broken apart, mm-hmm. the, the, the building will not tumble. And I think right. that's the thing. That is the biggest thing that we need to do is we need to work on ourselves, work on our relationship with, with one another before we can even think about parenting these children. Right. But but that's, again, going back into it. If our foundation is good, if the foundation with whoever it is that you're parenting, and when I say co-parenting, I mean in both senses, the co-parent aspect of two people married and the co-parenting of a divorce. Yeah. Like, you've yeah. got to be on the same page with your kids. Otherwise, they will eat you alive. <laughs> they will literally 
Yeah. Not literally, but they will definitely figuratively. They will play. Yeah. Fig, <laughs> thank you. Figuratively, they will tear you to pieces. Yeah. And our kiddos do it. You know, that's one of those things that it it's difficult because you want your kids to grow and you want them to learn. And Jordan always wants to tell us, well, you'll let the boys get away with anything and everything. Possibly, but not because they're getting away with it, but because we've learned different strategies along yeah. the way. The same way that they don't come with a book of instructions, we don't come with a book of instructions. And the and the things that Jordan may be maybe saying that sh- that that we let Ezekiel get away with and we didn't get her let her get away with it is because she's number one a different kid, mm-hmm. and they and that's and they'll say that a lot because oh well she gets to do this or he gets to do that. Right. Well, guess what? You guys are two different kids. We have to parent you two different ways because the same thing that works for Jordan will not work for Zeke and vice versa. And it's a different time frame. It's a different period of, of the world. I mean, it, it's just, it's different. And and we're always changing. Right. And that's the thing. We have to, we have, and we have to move with and adapt with the ebbs mm-hmm. and flows of your life and our life. And because we are five people in one home yeah. with five different personalities that are always changing. And They're I am your personality. I am the one I am a, <laughs> I am a person who believes that we change. Yeah. A lot of people believe that, Oh, people don't change. People don't change. I believe we change because yeah. I think we do because I wasn't the same person that you met those 12 years ago, 10 years ago, 12, 13 years ago, whatever. Uh, four, I think it was 14 years we met, right? But we've been together 12, 13 years, right? Whatever it was. I'm not the same person that I was then. I think I've matured and I think I've changed. But in some aspects, I am right. still that same person. Exactly. So, so you, you, so, but I, but, but I think we still change. We don't change some of the parts of us, but we do change a lot of the parts of us. I agree with that. And and that's what life is. That's that's what it should be. You should learn and grow. If you're the exact same person you were 10 years ago, then you haven't done much with your life. Exactly. Um yeah. but I it is it is difficult when I see Ezekiel go, but why can't I do that? Or I hear Jordan go, "Well, I didn't get to do that." And I am so scared for Remy because, you know, by the time that Remy and this little guy are old enough, there's going to be flying cars. What am I supposed to do then? <laughs> flying cars. <laughs> but no, I, I, but it's absolutely true. But the one thing that brings it all together, I think, is love. Yeah. Love for one another. Love for each other. Love that, that we can show just by looking at one another. Yeah. Right? And, Acknowledging and, and, and I think, that we're all on the same team and trying to make it through this craziness together. Yeah. And the reason why I say just by looking at each other is because I'm looking at a picture right now that has captured the love that every single person in our family has for one another. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and sometimes that's difficult to capture in a photo, right? It's sometimes it's, it's difficult to even have in your life, but the love that this family has is real. We yeah. love each other so much that, you know, that we do, fight we do hurt we do sometimes dismantle that love but ultimately we come back and that love is as we even if we think that we did dismantle that love or tear that love apart it's still intact and i think that's the biggest that's the biggest key to love one another and, and unconditionally and there's been moments where I say, yeah, we have loved each other conditionally. Yeah. 
but that's the way we perceive it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that's real and that's true. Right. And typically that conditional love is, is more of a thought process in a moment of anger or distress or frustration or distrust. Yeah. And, and that's it. I think we need to like, so what do you think that, uh, we learned uh, from this episode speaking to each other about this? What, what's the answer, Elizabeth? Well, <laughs> I don't know. There were, I, I'm, I'm actually excited to re-listen to this. I feel like I'm going to learn something from it. <laughs> I, I think that, that the idea of, of trusting one another is huge. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's the pray and read your scriptures answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trust and communicate. But when it comes to, to children, if they're your children and you intend on giving them a better life and teaching them, then you and I better have a really good foundation yeah. Yeah. because otherwise, what are we passing on to them? What, you know yeah. what I mean? I think the idea of in those, those heated moments of when all of the chaos is going on, us being a united forefront yeah. is, it's so important. But I also think that poor Zeke needs more attention. <laughs> I, I do too. I do too. And I think part of that is that we have to meet him at his own speed. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that goes for all the children. We have to meet them. And I think that's what I got from this one. The one biggest thing that I got from this and that I came to a realization that I didn't know yesterday or the day before that. The only the time that I've realized it is now. Yeah. And and I realize that I have to meet my children at their speed. I need to meet them at their place in their life yeah. so that I can understand what they're going through and I can understand how to deal with what they're going through in that moment and how I, how can I, how to parent them. Right. Because what's going to work for Jordan will not work for Zeke. What will work for Zeke will not work for Remy and will not work for our new baby. So we have to meet them at their speed that they are at in their life in mm-hmm. that moment. And those speeds might be changing. Jordan may be quick. Zeke may be slow, uh, slow down and it might flip. Yeah, Zeke might, and yeah, yeah, there's going to be a time when their lives where Zeke is is moving, 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 and getting it all done, and I might have to slow down with Jordan and vice versa and stuff like that. So I think, and then that doesn't necessarily stop with the children. I think I have to meet you at your speed as well, Uh, and and vice versa. Because if we can't do that, if we can't see one another at their own speed and that Mm -hmm. at their own pace. I think that that we're going to ultimately fail. Right. And I think that acknowledging our our weaknesses in those moments, I think acknowledging our strengths in that moment is very important as well. Because if I'm having a rough day, I should not be the one redirecting in that moment. <laughs> if you're having a rough day, yeah. you know, and, and of course. And we have to as, take those cues, right? Right. I have to, I have to, uh, I have to be aware of your cues in that moment because right. there's moments where I'm like, I'm like doing something on the phone and I'm like, I'm busy and you, and you're like, come on here. You're where, where are you at? I know you hear me hear this going on. I'm like, hold on. I just, let me finish this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one of the things that frustrates you a lot. And you're yeah. just like, just forget it. I'll handle it all myself. Uh-huh. And then now. Our, our, our day, you and our I are relationship not on the is same page now. strained. Yeah. Now, right? 100%. Now, now our day is shot because now you're frustrated at me because I didn't hear your cue for mm-hmm. me to take over in that moment. Right. Or, or, or to assist in that moment or, or yeah. what have you. And immediately they know it. 
and they immediately they are like, know it. "Ooh, now now we got them. We got them. We got mm-hmm. we can we can use that to our advantage now." And exactly. maybe that maybe they're not so sinister. Oh no, they are. <laughs> they are. I told Ezekiel one show while he was eating, and then he needed to get off and either read a book or whatever. Dad plopped down to watch The Floor Is Lava, and you yes. better believe Ezekiel was like, "Yep." I am good. I am set. Yeah. And you saw him the minute I walked out of that room. He was like, oh, snap. And he jumped up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I didn't. And I had no idea. Again. And, yeah. And, and that was partly because Elizabeth and I were off. Mm-hmm. We did not communicate that to one another. Mm-hmm. And I didn't follow through with it because I didn't know. Right. And she was upset. Now she was upset with me because I mm-hmm. didn't follow through with it. Because. but and, and Lack she, of communication. And she blamed me. Right. Because I did something wrong in her eyes, but we did not communicate that exactly. between one another. And I'm sitting here like, what the heck did I do? I didn't know anything of that. I didn't, you didn't say that anything that he was only supposed to watch one show. If right. I knew that, I would have said, all right, dude, you're going to have to go and do something else. But I didn't know that. Yeah. So now there's a new thing. And now the cycle's going again where she's upset with me. And then there's going to be something else that's going to, she's going to find or I'm going to find to be upset with her. I'm mad at her for being mad at me. And then it's this big thing. And now the whole day, now our parenting is off. Now the kids, are taking advantage of it. And then, and now it's just going to continue to snowball and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's not going to work. So we need to, again, meet each other at our own speed, communicate, make sure that we are all on the same page and, and, and take and accept, have acceptance in, in those different stages. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I think that's it. I think we just make sure that we're all on the same page and take care of ourselves and make sure that if the way we take care of ourselves is meet each other at our speed. Exactly. I think, I think that's it. I, I agree with that. I think we can end there. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. What do you think? I, yeah, I yeah. feel like I learned a lot. Same here. <laughs> now we need, now how do we implement it? Well, we'll find out here in a quick minute because I have a feeling they're coming upstairs any oh, minute now. Oh no. Yeah. We've been, <laughs> we've been in here for, for a little bit. So I'm wondering what's going to happen now. Uh-huh. But yeah. I, all right. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you, Elizabeth, for hanging out with me and talking about this stuff. Um, so stay tuned guys. We got some great stuff for you. We talked about in our last episode about all the really cool stuff coming up. We are glad to be back. Mm-hmm. We are going to be, in your face, we're going to have a whole lot of more social media presence. Uh, we're going to be doing a whole lot of cool stuff. Um, did you know. just like, what was that? Macho man, Randy Savage them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do, I, I do that a lot. I don't know if, if, if anybody out there who's listened to my shows from the very beginning that I started doing this, I was really just like kind of standing. Now I'm just like, I got this. I have, I like, I, I, I have like a presence now. Like I'm, a, I am a, uh, what do people call it? Like it's a, it's a social, I don't know. I forget. It's a, anyway. I just know that <laughs> in comparison to our last set of shows, you really are a lot more talkative. Like I'm, I'm having to jump in there. It's and- because I'm a professional. I gotta, I gotta, oh. I gotta, I gotta lead the conversation. Oh. I gotta make sure that it goes into a direction that you're, we need to go. You're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more professional now than I ever was. Well, well, give me another few episodes. <laughs> What's our next episode coming up? Um, the next episode. Let's see. Oh, this is the yeah. hard one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'll let you guys know the next episode is gonna be intimacy versus intercourse. Yep. 
Oh, that's going to be hard There's one for gonna me. Be a, We're going to talk about sex, and it's going to be really hard for me to say anything be about really it. Really quiet during. That. Oh yeah, you guys are going to hear me quiet down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we well, you know, we thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, 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 mom! Can, can I have some snack, please, mommy? Mom, mom, yeah, <laughs> Hold yeah, on a second, yeah, We're in the middle. Oh of my it. gosh! Okay, give me some food. Give me some food. Give me all the food in the house. Oh my gosh! This kid. Fun. <laughs> Jordan, what are you guys doing up here yeah, already? Mom, I need to go to I need to the mall right now. Hey, there's a, there's a sale. Can I go? Are you oh, serious? No, I, I'll promise. Jordan, the malls are closed. The malls are closed. No, there's COVID going on. Okay, you gotta wear a mask. Have a rest. I okay, I'll wear a mask. I gotta but go. The, Bye. The malls are closed. Bye. They rioted at the mall. I'll see you in an hour. It's locked down. Goodbye. I can't go. I'm going with Jordan. Number one, are you serious? Do you understand what's going on out there? There's a pandemic, and you're asking to go to the mall. Groove it and shake it, so glad you could make it The Elizabeth and Joey Show Time for the ride, you're welcome inside The Elizabeth and Joey Show A great show today, so glad you pressed play The Elizabeth and Joey Show The show's gonna start, it's cool you took part The Elizabeth and Joey Show The Elizabeth and Joey Show Elizabeth and Joey Show